that love things that are practical and immediately usable. And today's podcast is just that. Here are five things that you could do to be a better partner with your leaders and grow in your talent development um, success. All right. So five quick ones. Number one is to speak the language. I was just talking with somebody yesterday. They were newer to their position. They've been there five months. And one of the biggest things we talked about was like, oh my gosh, the jargon. Not only the jargon, I have to think differently. I'm going from one sector to another and it's just been a huge leap. I was selling to the the company that I'm now working for, but it's a totally different side of things. I didn't realize that it was going to take a lot of learning. Here's the deal, be candid. Be correct in what you're learning. Uh, Make sure that the business and the industry isn't just a silo. So not just the company you're in or the organization you're in, but look around to the world around you, your competitors. So you need to speak that language. You need to know the jargon. Get it down. Get it done quick. Number two, uh, duh, you got to be credible. So how do you become credible? You say things that are accurate. You know your statistics and your data. You don't hesitate to push back when something is wrong. I remember being scared to say, I don't agree with that. Find ways to politely say, can we take a deeper dive into that? Are we sure that that's the right data? We need to establish credibility by being truthful, gaining people's trust. How do we gain trust and build trust? By being honest, by being interested in their lives, by making the effort. I know that at home, the only time I get together with my friends is when, one, I have a friend that's the outreach person who's always trying to engage me, or two, I'm the one making all the plans. Well, guess what? In life and in work, you need to be that person. If you want to be credible, you're gonna have to be the person that does the outreach, makes the appointments and plans so that you can really build those relationships. Number three, be a critical thinker. How do you do that? Like, wait a minute, how do I do that? Read Forbes, Washington Post, Harvard Business Review. Um, Insert name of publication that you trust and that's knowledgeable, that has good insight. Believe it or not, like USA Today, I love reading these little, they're the little um, cutouts that have little nuggets of information and statistics. If, even if I don't have a chance to read the whole entire thing, I just flip to those, read those, because they, they sometimes have something that is really valuable for what I might be teaching. Capture your thoughts, write them down, and, and think critically about how you could kick that up a notch. So if you've learned something in an article, how can you adapt, adopt, apply it to your own world? Do it immediately. Don't wait, because then you're, you're, you need to use it immediately or you're not going to use it at all, right? Number four, need to make sure that you are walking side by side with your leadership team. But the, the first thing is, is do you even know who they are? I know that you might know who your manager is and you might know who your manager's manager is. Maybe it's the VP, but what is the, uh, the steps? Who, who's where? Who are they? What's important to them? You can't just be going in and saying, excuse me, what's important to you? It's by listening. It's by being present. It's by observing them. All these things can be done immediately, quietly, 
And you, the worst thing you can possibly do, I've heard this so many times, people just stop. Excuse me, I'm in sales. What keeps you up at night? No, pause, stop right there. You should be the one figuring out what should be keeping them up at night. It's not just asking that. You should be figuring it out by critically thinking and getting in step with that leadership by knowing those things. The final thing is um, I believe in positivity. When I'm happy and joyful and passionate and enthusiastic and proud of what I've done, my talent grows exponentially. I want to be the person that can make something happen. And I'm not just saying that because I have to, right? I own the company. I'm saying it because that's what I truly believe. Anyone that knows me will will say that I'm an energizer bunny. I have so much energy, how can I bottle that up? But it's not just the energy. I believe it's because I show people my heart. And because of that, I'm able to show them how to solve a problem or meet a goal. And I jump back when things go go wrong. I'm able to bounce back faster and quicker because of that positive outlook. My brother, Andrew, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer five months ago. And I look at how he has grabbed that by the horns, how positive he is. I mean, he is sicker than a dog some days, you know, having chemo. And he's only, he just turned 40. And it's like, oh my gosh, how... How are you so positive and resilient? I look at what he's doing. It's what he's saying. It's how he's acting. He forces himself when he's so sick and he can barely get out of bed to go outside and do something every single day. So he has put into place steps to make sure that he has that positive outlook. What could you do today to ensure that you have a positive outlook? Follow those five things and I promise you, you will be building partnerships that are so strong and and really imperative to your talent development. I'm Becky Pike-Bluth with the Bob Pike Group. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.